Good morning. Buenos dias. Good afternoon and good evening. This is Jules, host and creator of Our Story, Our Voice. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, sending you hugs and kisses. Um, I'm going to guess that, um, so in my introduction, I always say good morning, and then I also say good afternoon and good evening. The purpose behind that is because I don't know when you are all possibly listening. It could be in the morning, it could be in the afternoon, it could be in the evening. I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> uh, um, I hope you all had a great week and weekend here in Southern California. Um, it has been raining. Um, this is our winter time. Um, some of us love it. Some of us don't. I actually appreciate it um, only because um, Southern California does not really have um, seasons, like the four seasons, like how you would normally experience in the Midwest. I'm very lucky that growing up, I... Um, I experienced that. I don't know if you all know, but I am from Milwaukee, um, but I'm a California person by now. You know, I got here in 89. And so, um, but I, I always, um, you know, as much as I, I appreciated the winter, I do not want to live in the winter. And my, my niece who lives out, have family who still lives over there. And they're like, yeah, I think winter's going to be really bad this year. And I told them, I, I asked, how do you know? And they're like, um, winter started much more later. You know, when usually it starts around November. Or if winter starts around November, it means it's going to be a short winter. But because it's starting barely now they're anticipating to um they're anticipating to have a a longer winter i am pouring myself some coffee y'all i know i don't know if that's rude but i need my coffee <laughs> so you may hear everything that i'm doing as i'm putting together my coffee um i prefer folders and I don't know, I connect Folgers with my grandfather when he used to visit us when we were younger. Um, I'm not sure if that was his choice of coffee, but that was definitely the choice of coffee that he would um, drink when he would visit us. And so it's often, it, it, it often reminds me of him because um, I really didn't have my grandparents growing up, at least from my mom's side of the family. And the one grandparents that I did had, we hardly ever saw. And so um, when he would visit, he would often um, buy his groceries and it was always Folgers. And I think I sh I've shared this story in the past, but I want to share it again. When I was younger, I was probably like about six or five. I was pretty young. 
and my love for coffee happened because of him. He would get up really early in the morning. My mom would have already been up. She already had cooked. And she um, would always have breakfast ready. And he was right up there with her, you know, just in the kitchen. And my siblings were getting ready to go to school. And then it would just, I think I was five because I hadn't gotten into kindergarten yet. And he had made coffee and um, I was like, we used to call our grandparents um, um, Papa Manuel. And um, I, I had asked him if he wanted me to make his coffee, like to prepare it. And I think... This is the great part about being a grandparent is that you're like, you don't have to yell at your grandkids. You don't have to like discipline, you can spoil them. And my grandfather, he was a man of little words. Um, he was like, you know, he had green eyes. He had red hair. Just, you know, he was just this handsome man. And he allowed me to prepare his coffee and I didn't pay attention. And I ended up putting salt in his coffee <laughs> and I was, and I remember that I was so scared that I was going to get in trouble by, by my dad because I had ruined my grandfather's coffee. And because I, I made his coffee and then I made mine and I have put salt in mine <laughs> And he just let me, you know, he didn't say anything like, no, 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 that's not, you know, that's not sugar. He just let me. And I taste my coffee. I was like, ugh. And then he drank his and I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry, Papa Manuel. I was just like so scared. And he was like, this is the best coffee ever. So that's the only um, memory that I have of my grandfather where he spends some type of quality time with me as a kid. Um, later down the years, he, um, he ended up getting Alzheimer's. And so I never got to see him in that stage. But um, a few of my family members who did get to see him, they were like, it's one of the hardest things to see anyone in that stage because you know how they were and then you see how they end up. And so that's really hard. So anyhow, um, I hope you all had a great week. I just made my coffee. You all got to experience a little tour and you all got to hear a story of how I love my coffee. So anyhow, this past week has been, um, it has been um, a very um, interesting week. And I say that because you know how some people um, to to be believers, they must see or they must experience. And so I don't think I'm I'm that way, but I could borderline. I could be skeptic about something. And my um I have been skeptic I've been skeptic about manifesting, envisioning the life that you want. And I, I've always bordered right in the middle of, of that theory. Is that actually possible? Um, is it possible to manifest with energy the things that you want? I'm learning that, yes, um, it's what you put into what it, it's what you put into the things that you want. Right. 
um, some could some could say, Julia, I want to lose weight, but I just cannot. I try and I try and I try and manifesting doesn't work. I think that people who don't believe in manifesting, they think that they don't have to put the work into it. You still have to put the work into it. If you're trying to lose weight and, you mani- and you're trying to manifest that, but you're still eating 3,000 calories, you're not going to lose weight. You have to do the work. Cut down 2,000 calories. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what I'm learning is that nothing gets done if it's just sitting there. You have to do the work to see the life that you want. Do others have to work harder than others? Yeah, uh, of course. Of course. Do I believe that some people have better luck than others? Um, it could seem like that. It could totally seem like that. Um, when I was when I was growing up and I was in high school, um, you know, I recently learned that I am dyslexic. And I remember, um, I remember when I was in high school and I would see um, folks who wouldn't do anything, wouldn't, wouldn't turn in homework, just wouldn't participate in class and just wouldn't do anything like that. And I would study so hard, so hard. And they would just walk into class and just take the test or they will turn in an assignment with no problem. And I will always say, wow, they're just so lucky. No, they weren't lucky. They were just being lazy because they were really smart. It's not that I wasn't smart. It's just that I just learned differently. And and I'm using that as, as an example because people could say, yeah, um, some people are lucky and some people are not. Life is easier for others absolutely that's just that's just how it's gonna be is it about fairness or not i i don't know i don't know i don't know why i was born into the family that i was born into i don't know why i didn't have a college trust fund because i just don't my my mom worked in the tortilla factory and my dad on and off worked throughout you know while he was here and then he got sick is that bad luck? I, I don't know. I think that was just what was going to happen. And my, I was just really lucky that I was determined to be successful. Because again, success could also look differently for others. And so what am I saying? What I'm saying is that manifesting, envisioning the life that you want, that does, that absolutely that absolutely exists, but it's how you're going to do it. You can want something and then be negative about it. And the reason why I said this week has been interesting, it's because at the beginning or even pro- or even sooner than that, I I had started I had started doing um, I started practicing or yeah, I guess I was trying manifestation i was trying to manifest something that i wanted and so far i've gotten them both you know i i've gotten them both it's just bizarre but it's but it's great to see it unfold in front of you i wanted a raise i got the raise um 
I actually, you know, I was complaining earlier at the last episode that I didn't become a director, but I didn't want it. And I put that on my on my manifestation list that I created. I created this list of things that I wanted. And I I wanted a, a hefty raise, but I didn't want the full responsibility of a director. So, you know, me being upset, because obviously if you get promoted to being a director, you get paid more. Um, but yeah, so some of that has already come true. I'm not at the pay where I really want to be at. I will, I will eventually get there by the end of the year. I, I believe that. And, and that's also another part of manifesting the things that you want. You have to believe it. You have to believe, you have to believe it. You have to put it out and, you know, you, you have to put the energy out, talk about it, live in it, um, do the work. And, and how does that work look like? It depends on what you're asking for. If you're asking, if you are asking to find a relationship, you can't just say, I want a boyfriend or I want a girlfriend or I want a partner. And then you, then you never go out. You don't hang out with friends. You, you don't attempt to meet new people. And you're just stuck in your you're not going to meet anyone in your apartment. I, I've known people who've said, I've, I've been single for a very long time and I want to meet someone. I want to, I want to experience love. And I'm like, how are you going to do that when you're in your home? But I love being at home. I'm like, well, you're not going to find someone. Um, you're just not going to find someone that's going to, um, that's going to um, that's going to want to meet you. So of course you're going to believe that manifestation doesn't work because you've already experienced it that it doesn't because you haven't done the work. So although you're you're trying to vision this great life and you're trying to you know manifest something that you truly want, there still has to be work with it. Sorry to break the news. Manifestation is not a genie in a bottle. You're the genie. You're the one that makes things happen. It's within you. That's gonna, that could create the life that you want. It may not be exactly how you want it. And it may not be how you think you're going to get there. But you will. And I think that this is very important to teach our children to be able to have these visions, right? We don't want them to be unrealistic neither, but why not? And I say why not? Because if a kid believes that, if they want to be a superstar, okay, let them try. Let them try. And so, and I, I, I always try to link my podcast with how we could take this back to our little ones if you have children. But um, I'm, I'm moving away from the topic. But um, this past week, I had specifically written down some things that I stated that I wanted from myself, personally, professionally. Um, and, you know, the whole thing with the with the raise and the and the little promotion that the promotion that I got from from my job, that's already happened. 
And then the, the personal part, that's also slowly folding right in front of my eyes. So how can I not be a believer? And um, it's, and it also states that once you start seeing things fold in front of you and because you are an active participant, you will experience moments of stress because you never expected that this is that it was actually going to happen. So how do you handle the life that you wanted? How, how do you handle a wish coming, coming through? How do you handle that? It's scary. And it's all last week, just really, um, feeling all these different emotions. I was emotional. I was happy. I was sad. I, it was crazy. But I said, I, I often am so afraid that I end up sabotaging great things possibly happening. And this time around, I was like, no, I, I can't afford to do that. I must see the outcome of this personal agreement that I've made to myself. Because if that's going to give me the vision of, of the kind of life that I want, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And so that's what I've been doing. And it's, it's, it, when you're in the moment, when you're in the midst of, of doing, when you're right in the moment of that developing in front of you, it is the most exciting and scary and you're just dealing with all these different emotions. And what do you do with that? How do you deal with it? Because I don't have the capacity and the tools to handle it. But I said, no, I'm going to sit in all of this so I could experience what I'm feeling. So that way, when I experience these emotions again, somewhere down the line, I'll be able, I, will, I will know how to handle myself. Because I'm sick and tired of, feel, of, of not knowing what to do with my anxiety, not knowing what to do with my panic attacks, not knowing what to do when I'm afraid. I'm just, I'm just done with that. And I want to face it head on. And let me tell you, <laughs> it feels great to know that I could actually, um, I could actually work through all of those feelings and still come out okay, and still come out right, and not put my body through this torture of emotions. You know, so I'm really proud of myself. And if and if that's something, if you are trying to try something new for this year, do it. Don't believe on the hype and like, I don't believe in New Year's resolution. You should, you should, you should give yourself a goal that you want to accomplish every year. If it's a small goal, that's fine. But you should definitely believe in it because it's a new year, new opportunity. Every day is a new year. It's a new day. Every day. If you, if you effed up today, guess what? You have tomorrow. Sleep it through. Just make sure that you're not 
making the same mistakes. Learn from the mistakes that you've made. You know? Yeah. I want to like, I want to yell out. I want to yell and scream and let all, you know, every young person know that it's okay to make a mistake. The secret is to not make the same mistake. And if you are making the same mistakes, why? And just don't say, I don't know, or I can't. If that's your mantra, then it's always going to be like that. And then you're always going to believe that New Year's resolutions don't ex they shouldn't exist. Or manifestation is just a hokey pokey thing. Or I'm visioning the, visioning the life that you want. It, it's for fools. That's all false statement because it does exist. Because I'm experiencing it right now. I'm experiencing. I'm going to have the life that I want. And I want to be happy. That's what I want. And that's what I'm going to have. Watch. You are you are you are all going to see. <laughs> Watch next week be I was miserable. <laughs> no, I just laugh because I'm gonna have bad days. That's gonna happen. But for the most part, I believe that I am gonna get I, I am gonna get the life that I want and I'm excited for it. And I hope that that this inspires you to start thinking of one thing to change this year. Do it, try it. I, I double dare you to try it. I dare you to try to change one thing and stick with it. And if you fail the next, if you don't do right the next day, just start all over. Because remember, it's a new day every day. It's New Year's every day. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you with that. You all have a good week and I'll talk to you then. Bye.